Welcome back to Yes, a podcast to share our 2 a.m. conversations. My name is Yoko. My name is Emily. And I'm Sandy. Today's topic is all about our thoughts on body positivity. What's the tea, y'all? Okay, but we're going to dive into our insecurities, challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body, and really just loving ourselves regardless of how society, and especially the mom culture, views ideal shape, size, and appearance. And just when your mom calls you fat, so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? so mean. Your mom I'm like, calls thanks, you fat. I know, right? <laughs> like, you don't have to point it out. Let's talk about popular culture. We see that the idea of being beautiful is big booty and big melons thick with three c's thighs and small waist you know the kardashian Mm -hmm. kind of figure but um figure yeah Yeah. and how do we feel about that and honestly it's such a big influence on people and young kids Mm -hmm. these days and it's very upsetting because low-key that seeps into my insecurities Mm -hmm. same Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh so frustrating because you know that's like the ideal now but then like years ago the ideal was so different right. you know and it's constantly changing depending on like who's mm-hmm. in the eye of media and who are we like looking up to and it's like it's never enough like nothing will ever be enough oh, yeah. especially since like you know like people come in all different shapes and sizes and there's just like human body is like really complex you know and like mm-hmm. even when we like we see images like online like they're like most likely Photoshop too. So like that's not even the real person at all. Heck yeah. You know? That's the tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like definitely relate that like it like affects like my like view of like of myself and like how I've been just like taught to um, understand like beauty standards um, from like the American perspective with like media, especially now that's so much more like um easily accessed no i think it definitely from the media when you see all of these you know women having um certain curves and things like that what is defined as beautiful is becoming what we think means to be beautiful and like if you look around about how much profit they also make from like defining what beautiful is like you got waist trainers and this is not like to like get that s line you have all these other things to like perform so that your body is the way it is you have people do surgery which is like by all means do you Mm -hmm. but like you know some people do do it because of that insecurity that they have that they have to look this certain way and like for me I definitely know that growing up that's one of the things I had you know for example when I was like in eighth and ninth grade I was so insecure about my eyes they're hella small they're uneven and so I would wear like eyelid tapes like I would go Mm. to like Mong Village (laughs) and I would buy the Korean products for eyelid tapes and I would wear it every single night to the point where and I would wear it every single day to school just so that I could have that one tiny space in my lid that I thought that's because like my eye deformed (laughs) (laughs) no I don't think it's deformed because you know our our bodies are constantly changing yeah it's exactly Mm -hmm. it's constantly changing right it is yeah and so like for young women to have to feel like they have to change themselves when like your body's going to constantly change no matter what you do Mm -hmm. and no matter how much you think that it's going to change and stay the same the way you want it to it is going to constantly change and I think you know we're definitely going still going through that now it's also just like really frustrating when i think about like big brands i think about like bobby yeah. brown and mark jacobs and those are fucking guys 
like yeah it just goes into like this whole like ordeal of like guys like policing women in our body and mm-hmm. us like having to like reclaim you know um agency and power over ourselves and our decision and what we do with our body how we dress how we look like and what's like you know right and wrong and all these things that just ties back to our episode three Ugh, men <laughs> <laughs> But then with that too, let's also like think about because it's by males, it's always the sexualization yes, of the body so as well. So sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like we look at like media and advertisements, like sometimes like a girl's like face is not even in the like shot. And like there's just like so much like objecti- objectification of women. Mm-hmm. Um that like they're nothing but this like object and they're just there for sex and their sexuality and to like please men mm-hmm. and you're just a trophy yeah yeah not saying that like there aren't images are guys out there too but like there is definitely like a long long history of like women being in that position for just like so much pressure and um has definitely been a really big impact on how we look um, at women all right, let's dive in deep with our insecurities. I know we all have our own insecurities, and so I will start. I don't love nor hate my body. I am continuously always trying to better myself, whether that's body, mind, and soul. But yes, insecurities, my acne and my small booty are my top two insecurities that I've like dived in. I was like, what don't I like about myself? But acne is like a temporary thing, but it takes a long time. So mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm still going through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our whole life. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And so I'm still going through puberty. But once my acne has gone, it's over for you bitches. I'm just kidding. But um, those are, yeah, those who are close to me know that I'm insecure as fuck about my, my acne. And it only took me near the end of last year to really start embracing that. I'm ugly. Just kidding. <laughs> but despite the acne, people see, I I know that I'm a great person, so I don't really let it get to me. But it does make me sad, you know, because I just really want clear skin, okay? Yeah, and so with that, if I'm going out, I choose to put makeup on or to cover up when, because, you know, when you look good, you feel good. But then that also leads to, like, when it irks me when someone says, why are you looking good today? Or, or why are you wearing makeup? Who are you trying to look good for? Okay. My three bitches, me, myself, and I, okay? Okay. The whole big booty thing, it's its definitely something society has put so much emphasis on uh, that if you don't have a big booty, you're not sexy or all that stuff. And so in high school, actually, there's a dude, let's say acquaintance, he was like talking behind my back that like, oh my God, Sandy has such a small butt. Like she literally, literally has no ass. I think I, I um, heard it through a friend and I'm like, what the fuck it's my ass leave it alone (laughs) seriously (laughs) why do you have to like comment about Mm -hmm. it like way to way to make people feel like shit you know Mm -hmm. but kids are mean (laughs) y'all for real this is high school they're they're blunt for real hella blunt yeah and so i'm taking the this year to you know my goals and all that stuff to what do i really want to work on and um that's minimalizing the use of products on my face and also working out 10 to 15, 20 minutes a day just on areas that I want to work on. Those Mm -hmm. are to tone my arms, to have abs, (laughs) and... They do, they're just, they're in there. Yeah, they do, I know. (laughs) They're coming. It's just that I love food too much that that 
lower belly fat, you know? Yeah, that's right? <laughs> too good, y'all. I can't give it yeah, up. That's always hard. And yeah, the booty. So just toning up my booty. And I know it's genetics too. Like, right. you know, that's a big part. Like she said something about like genetics. And mm-hmm. I know too, because mamas don't have a big booty either. So <laughs> I'm toning it up. I see the difference. You know, mm-hmm. I see like the glutes forming up, so y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh Let me just put this in detail for her so y'all can see. And you're just like, like, That's just all envision what Sandy's ass looks like. <laughs> okay, but she's a, she's a work in progress. I'm a whole work in progress. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I feel like everyone has their own insecurities no matter like what you look like. There's always something um, that like, you're like, gonna want to like change or improve or work Mm -hmm. on for me it's I feel like it's always been a journey of like learning to love my body and that it's you know your body's always changing like Mm -hmm. that's just a fact I think that I've definitely been struggling with it more these past couple months um just because I have been gaining weight um and I've like definitely like noticed it a bit more and like really slacking off and not really paying attention to like my habits and my my eating habits as well as just thinking about like my physical like health um like actual health and like feeling good and feeling good after a meal or like feeling good after like working out or something my insecurities I feel like I have a lot um like you said or four or five um my insecurities well not really something I could change, but definitely my eyes. Um, definitely my stomach is a big one for me. My thighs as well. Because my, like, my, like, line of, like, women, we just come from, like, the thighs. And so it's just a part of, like, our genes, like you said. Yeah, and so it's been a lot of, like, being okay that, like, my body is changing and that um, I, like, really want to think more so of, like, the perspective of having like good health um yes like consciously i know mm-hmm. that right but then subconsciously like there's mm-hmm. still like just like so many messages messages thrown at me growing up that like you have to look a certain way and like when you do look a yeah. certain way then you're beautiful you know if you do xyz then you're beautiful and then you're validated and then you're loved right and so subconsciously like i still i'm still like struggling with that um i'm taking a pe class right now it's on weight training and it's been really nice to just like really learn like the actual like correct forms of like working with weights thinking about creating my own program because the class really like allows you to like learn these skills and this knowledge so that like you can continue to do this after the class which has been really really helpful um after spring break we're gonna be creating our own program and then working on that from there on and it's really catered towards like what your needs are and where you are in your journey so that's been really helpful and just like having i think like other people around here going through the same process is very helpful because we're like yeah we're all here because like we want to learn and like we're not here to judge each other and that like you know some others may be able to lift more than others and that's totally fine that's just like where they are and that like by the end of it like you put in where you're gonna get out um like if you put in the like time that you go to the gym um outside of class then like you're gonna be able to get out more from this experience and so definitely still like reworking my mindset around beauty around like a woman's body around like being loved i think there's just so much emphasis on like being validated for looking a certain way or saying that like you're worthy of love if you look a certain way or if you do x y and z and so it's still a continuous 
journey of learning to love myself uh, and learning to just be okay that perfect is not real. It does not exist. Yeah. So <laughs> for me, um, I think I've always like had a process of ha- having insecurities since I was younger. So when I was younger, it was always more like focused on my face. Mm-hmm. So I had horrible acne, like horrible acne. And if you know my family, you know that it hella runs in our family. I had braces from like seventh to the end of 10th grade. So imagine that. And then I also had, like I said before, issues with my eyes. Like with, I'll start with my eyes. So like obviously I wore the um, eyelid tip like all the time and it got to that point where I was so insecure about it like I even asked my mom to like have surgery and she was she 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 noticed how How old were you I was like 14 I was only 14 yeah and she saw how much it affected me like she was the one buying the eyelid tape for me and she saw how much time I focused into really looking into different like I was getting into makeup so looking into different makeup techniques for my eyes to become bigger and things like that like she was she was down to have me have eye surgery if it's something that I really wanted to do and then with acne like that was already so bad in itself and then just starting to have to do makeup and not being good at it made my insecurities even more worse Mm -hmm. and to the point where I had to go on medication because my acne was that severe and Mm -hmm. like thankfully being privileged enough to have that medication to clear it up and my braces was just a process that was just something I had to get used to it was definitely not something I like to have on my teeth for that amount of years within my younger life but I I think uh, going through high school these things just became something where I accepted, especially like my eyes and like understanding that they are the way they are and that's fine. And they were completely changing. Like if you saw my eyes back then, you would see that my eyes are um, changed since I was in ninth grade. And like now I think I'm more insecure about like similar to you, Yoko, like having like um, weight gain issue. Like I think when I look back on how I was in high school up to the beginning of my college years it was really different and I feel like that's because I was more active in sports in high school and then I did focus on like what I was eating and not only that but your body was way different my metabolism hella changed mm. over the course of my college years and I think that insecurity really pops up when I look back and I'm like wow like that just sucks like I used to look like that I used to be like that but now I'm like this and I wonder if there's anything I can do about that or if I'm going to stay this way forever and so this year I have been um, focusing more on changing my body and that means actually taking steps to do so but I still think that it's really hard especially when um for me personally, it's like family members who are the ones that are kind of putting you down, oh my God, you know, yes. saying like, wow, you, you used oh to God, be so skinny. Yeah. What happened to you? And it's like, damn, that hurt. That's so rude. Yeah. Like, and then you, you, I'm you, growing. Exactly. Yeah. You're growing, you're changing. And then you start to feel insecure about the clothes you wear. You start to feel insecure about the clothes you usually wear all the time. You start to feel insecure when things don't fit you or when they right. do fit you. It's like, even if they do fit you, do I even feel good? Do I look yeah. good? And so that is something that I've definitely have insecurities with within these past like year or two and mm-hmm. I am definitely taking steps to change that mentality and change physically as well mm-hmm. right oh, I definitely resonate with you mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. I think it was around um winter break probably or maybe even Thanksgiving just like whenever I went back home um like I would have a family member be like oh like Yoko you're like so skinny and like all these things right and they're like I'll have like another person say like oh like you're eating again and I'm like well damn you don't need to like police what I do okay 
And like I recently went to go um, see my um, grandma Kudupa, um, during break because it's been a really long time and like we don't live with her and she like lives further out. And when I went to go see her, it was also the first time I've seen my mom for like a while as well because she was in, in Cali for a bit and I've just been at college. And like they both commented like, oh, Yoko, like, which means like, oh, you're like your face is fuller now and all these things. I'm like, yeah. I know you you don't need to tell me but it's like <laughs> I can't like talk back at my grandma mm-hmm. either you know like I understand mm-hmm. like why she's saying that and she hasn't seen me forever right mm-hmm. and it's also really interesting though like being Hmong American like with like my Hmong family with my grandma for them like they don't like the like super skinny look you know mm-hmm. they want you to be a bit like full yeah. to know that like, you're eating and all these yeah. things yeah. that you're healthy yeah. and that's that's their perspective mm-hmm. of what healthy looks like healthy doesn't mean like, you're skinny mm-hmm. right healthy doesn't always mean that you have muscle healthy means like you have food on the table and that like, you're eating and like we can see that um and so it's just like really interesting that like there simply is like you know this perfect ideal and like you will never be enough for anyone fact yeah. is you have to be enough for yourself and you have mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. to love your body for like who you are are um and it's okay to change if you want it's just really think about like intentions and like at the end of the day you live with your own body and no one else can tell you what to do with it and not giving them the power to make you feel bad about yourself yeah that was deep (laughs) (laughs) yeah and for my mom like she used to come like every time i'm eating kapong or when we make kapong right it's this curry dish for you if you don't know what it is (laughs) and so i would always get seconds or thirds okay i was like it's so bomb and like i can just eat and eat and eat well sometimes and um my mom's always commenting like oh my god don't eat so much you're gonna get fat and i'm like mom look at me i'm a fucking stick (laughs) and so and also can i just say we're like size like small mediums like you know like we are not i feel like we are ideal yes not ideal but like average for mm-hmm. living humans mm-hmm, if yeah. that's even a standard especially given just like our <laughs> right. like high our age mm-hmm. and all these things you know but i think it sucks because everyone says like for you to be fine like in a sense you are already have to think yourself like i should be a size like extra small right now to like feel okay with myself and like that's i think crazy. that's just yeah it's exactly it's the most craziest thing ever and the way that um products are made these days like yeah. they're so interchanging like you could be a small at this store Literally. but you could be like a medium or large in another store yeah. and it's oh insane gosh. and there's just like no uniform way of like mm-hmm. measurement like it's just gonna be different yeah mm-hmm. well going with like sizing i always go a size up like i don't yeah. know why because like i know i'm skinny but then like i know i always also like the oversized look but every time when i shop i always think that i'm bigger than i usually am which is kind of like a bad thing that i've like figured out myself so i also had to like deal with that and like learn to like yo sandy think about it a little more you know like you're mm-hmm. are you really that size or like why do you want a bigger size i mean i know that i can grow into it which is like another thinking process when i'm buying things but i'm every time i get it i'm like oh fuck it's too big and so i either have to like grow into it or just like return it but i hate the returning process if i'm ordering online I don't know. That's something that I thought about. Mm-hmm. No, you all have yeah. those problems no. too. Well, yeah. I well, I know like when I was younger, I would wear like oversized clothes, and mm-hmm. I think I did that because I was trying to hide my body. And I know that I still do that now. I think especially given that like it's been like winter, it's so it's been mm-hmm. okay yeah. to wear like sweaters and to wear cardigans, and I wear that all the time. And I feel like I definitely use that as a way to like hide my stomach, especially and like hide my waist 
and it's because it's just like convenient like i have it like a cardigan like i'm gonna be wrapping myself in mm-hmm. it already like in a sweater like you don't even have to worry about like a like a lower belly you know peeking out and stuff like that and so like i know like it's a way that like i have used to like hide my body because i didn't feel so confident and that really just goes back into like confidence and self-love mm-hmm. yeah for me i think when i go shopping like i've gotten or i've have to gotten used to finding clothes that actually fit me versus what used to fit me and i think that's the mentality where i'm at because i either buy really big clothes or i buy clothes that are too small on me and so i'm learning to buy clothes that actually fit me because i hate trying on clothes <laughs> i'm either like too lazy to try them on because it's just such a hassle or i just don't want to see myself in this type of clothing because in my head i have this negative feeling like i'm not gonna look good in this i think it's super cute but i'm I'm not gonna look good in it and so that's why i always end up either not buying it or i'm like i'm gonna buy something but i'm not gonna try it on i'm just gonna buy it out of whim and hopefully i'll feel good later about myself Mm -hmm. but i think it's in that mode of feeling good about yourself and just understanding that you don't have to like again you don't have to be a size extra small to like look good in it like buy clothes that fit Mm -hmm. you and you'll look good regardless Mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't like matter what other mm-hmm. people say exactly so it's really really hard to like not let that yeah you know impact the way you think mm-hmm. and with the whole insecurity thing is mostly just within in ourselves that we're beating ourselves up to it so right. it's, because so, like friends around you and those mm-hmm. who really love like, you what? really yeah they're like we're that? like you're fucking beautiful mm-hmm. i had a yeah. friend who uh, also was insecure about her it's either her eyes or her nose and i'm like what I didn't even notice that. What the fuck? Right, yeah. yeah. Right. That like we self-pick. We are our own worst critic mm-hmm. ever. Yes. And like 100%. you're constantly looking at yourself in, in the mirror and being like, yeah. oh, I don't like this and this and this. Right. But like there are people who will love you regardless and who do love you regardless and love all aspects of you. Yep. But make sure you love your fucking self first. Okay. Yes. Love yourself first. Most That's important. the main mm-hmm. thing. Something else I do want to mention is how like healthy you actually are mm. compared to how you look like because um so I watched Red Table Talk yes on love that Facebook. episode it's amazing and there's an episode where uh, Will Smith like did like an emergency family meeting and he's talking about how like he wanted to look at everyone's like gut health. And so, like, they brought in, like, experts and, like, nutritionists and all these, like, um, people to, like, really help them understand where they are with their bodies and what they need to fix, what stuff they shouldn't be eating, all these things, right? And he was talking about how, like, they've always just, you know, been eating and exercising to look a certain way because, like, that's what's accepted and that's what, you know, is profitable, Mm -hmm. especially as, like, people who are in the entertainment business, right? Um, But then that, like, it's... The fact that he's, you know, constipated or like had issues with his bowel movement or and the things that he eat are not even healthy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) literally, what bread and I don't know. They had they went on a trip one time and he just had like shots of tequila or I don't know. He did not have really unhealthy habits, but he's always snacking though. Mm -hmm. So that's like right yeah like jada was talking yeah. about how like he'll eat like broccoli and then he'll go and eat ice cream yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's interesting yeah and so like just like really like understanding and like what is healthy you mm-hmm. know you can be 
say I'm 20 now, but my telomeres, some scientific shit, okay? I don't really know, but I'm pretty sure my telomeres are like 30, and that's not good. <laughs> I want to be, what, 10? My telomeres to be 10, and I'm 20. I would definitely recommend going to watch those two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the. Uh I guess a kind of similar episode about how we perceive um, a person by how they look. And it was, I think, Bob, Blog, Bloggy Lotties. Yeah, they uh, or she did a, an episode where she brought in a bunch of different people of, you know, unique, different sizes, look differently, were different. And she asked them to pair up together based off of like, do you think that you're around the same weight as them and so they literally had to look at another and like judge them and be like i think you're the same weight as me which is already awkward in itself because mm-hmm. if you feel bad about yourself possibly being either overweight or underweight and you think of that yourself and you look at someone you're like well damn like am i thinking negatively of you too or am i just comparing mm-hmm. and then when they actually did the bmi or the body mass index of like mm-hmm. all of them they found that either um she actually matched them up with the correct people who are around the similar weights and found that others um are per- like perceived heavier because they look this way right. but they're actually a lot more healthier mm-hmm. and then versus like the other person you know and things like that. it was very like empowering to see that you can look at another person you may think like oh they look way skinnier than i am blah blah, blah 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 all these different factors and think so negatively about yourself but find that you're just as similar when it comes to like your health Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of this also goes to like self-talk. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we would never tell our friends, like, I think you're ugly. I think you're fat, you know, like, but we do that to ourselves mm-hmm. all the time and just like nitpicky and like really having to change that narrative and that conversation that like we have with ourselves is really important. I feel like that's a good segue to talk about self-love. Yeah. How have y'all <clears throat> dealt with it? So for me, uh, I have definitely had like my ups and downs of feeling good about myself, loving myself, and um, just overall how I feel about myself. I, I would say it's still a learning process for sure. Um, but like I said, the steps I'm taking to mentally uh, or change my mindset is literally doing that, is changing my mindset when I have uh, negative feelings or thoughts about myself in that moment. So like, for example, if I'm at the gym and I'm doing something and I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Like nothing's changing. I've been working out for this long and blah, blah, blah blah I stop myself and I'm like nope you're a bad B (laughs) you got this like you are going to look great you already do look great when I'm shopping I start to have the mentality as well saying you know you can wear this stuff you can do it and you're gonna look amazing and so it's stopping myself in that moment to love myself when I have those negative thoughts and I felt and I feel like that has really helped me with um, just continuing to do that so that when I am out and um, I'm in the usual places where I would have my insecurities come out instead I have more of that self-love come out and I think that's have um, has definitely influenced me and persuaded me to work on myself better as well mentally and physically because it's that push and it's that push by myself how am I practicing body positivity I'm still thinking about like how do I practice body positivity? It's literally just like my mindset or um, how I perceive myself or say I, okay, I'm insecure about my um, body. Well, back knee, I didn't even mention that, but I'm always like covering up and I don't like showing a lot of skin, but then I'm like, why don't I? But then again, I understand that this is how I grew up and this is how my mom taught me not to show a lot of skin because, you know, males predators hello <laughs> <laughs> they're always something there um so fucked up. but then like you know as i'm getting older and i see styles more revealing like off the shoulder and 
you know, all that stuff. And like when it's summer, you just it's hot as fudge and you just want to like wear tank tops and stuff like right. that. And I would never actually uh, want to wear tank tops out in public or wear dresses or bikinis, so to mm-hmm. say. I would always wear shorts and like a top that doesn't reveal a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't really like re- like showing a lot of like skin. But then how I deal with that or how I like try to make myself feel good it's like you know I know that this is my body this is the only one I have and I should take good care of it and it's a learning process of being more confident yourself so it's just like talking myself like this is your body this is the only body you have and like you're not gonna have this young body forever so do your thing before you're old and can't do what you want to do anymore I think for me it's definitely been a lot of unlearning like habits and self-talk like I said um in the moment when I am having like a negative talk it's about like stopping myself and changing that narrative like you am um I do a lot of like words of affirmation especially when I am feeling down of like um just like repeating to myself that like I am beautiful I'm strong I'm brilliant I'm worthy I'm loved all these things right and it doesn't all just connect to like my physical but like I am so much more um something else that i do as well is practice gratitude i think this has really mm-hmm. helped me and it's been a really long journey it's not a consistent journey either um and sometimes i will write it down sometimes it's just repeating to myself and sometimes it's just doing it when i need it and some days i go without doing it but it's been like a couple of years of really understanding to be grateful for what i have being grateful for having a body that allows me to walk from point a to point b Mm -hmm. being able to have a body that allows me to lift like my little baby brothers and sisters and hold them and to like see them and to touch and smell and just like kiss them and just be affectionate and to do all these things like i will want and that um i will never know what's gonna happen in the future and i should be really grateful for all the things that i do have the people i have in my life um and for like this like body that i have um so I think those two things have really helped me and be better with self-love and body positivity um as well as just like changing my mindset from just being really negative to being more um, graceful with myself Mm -hmm. and not being so harsh so something else I've definitely struggled with is validation and I think especially coming from men I've been like um exploring just like the dating scene past over six months now um and it's been really hard because um you know like people will just you know give you compliments mm-hmm. right um because like i am beautiful and I they're fucking yes. nice like when someone else tells you you're beautiful like <laughs> i know right right <laughs> like, i feel like <laughs> tell often, me more tell me more <laughs> you i know for me like i will like sometimes push it off i've really been like good at being like accepting it Mm -hmm. and like just saying thank you and not like minimizing like the person that I am Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think I am still trying to find that balance of like self-love being confident in who I am but also like not looking for validation through men yeah through um sex either Um, because I feel like since there is so much like emphasis of like women serving men that like that's so like deeply rooted into our society and our culture it's a lot of like having to unlearn those messages that like i am more than just like sex and i am more than just to serve you and like i don't need to do any of that to be loved and to be worthy because i already am 
and so it's been a complicated journey of not like seeking validation and really at the end of the day I know that like what matters is that like I love my body and Mm -hmm. that like I love who I am yes oh my god I totally agree with like it's nice when guys compliment you but then I also don't need it (laughs) like I know if I know it within myself but then it's just nice to hear from like another person like oh wow you're you're beautiful or like you're kind of cute but Mm -hmm. tell me something I don't know when it comes to validation from men I've always been I don't know why but I never maybe it's because of the environment I may be in when I get compliments Mm -hmm. but I always feel kind of irked by it oh yeah like Like, kind of like kind of like seeking something yeah like are you seeking something like you know yeah when they're flirting and it's like I know that it's not meant to be in a way where I should feel offended but for some reason I always do but when when another woman says it to me I'm like yes thank you like oh my god I feel so amazing (laughs) but then when a guy says it like 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 you say yo I am trying to learn to accept it because i like i already know yeah but i don't know why i like i don't know <laughs> what it is but i just always sometimes feel a little bit irked and alert right? and alert because i don't know maybe i have a feeling that this is more than just you complimenting mm-hmm. me physically like you're I, I i think i think what i'm trying to say is that i like deeper connections with people more than like your physicality of like how you look right. and so when a man approaches me and the first thing they says they say to me or early in our conversations that you're beautiful to me i just get a little irked by it because that's i'm like true, that's true right it just means that you have some sort of intention that doesn't relate to how i'm feeling or what i want and i don't know i don't well, know like, no, like, I complimenting. Get it. I get it. like that's all you equate me to right yeah. exactly yeah. in the past like guys that i've talked to they have been like oh you're so beautiful like from the start and i'm like i'm alert and this is like a mm-hmm. no for me because i'm just like you only see the physical yeah. of me you're not really seeing me for who i am am you know right so then like i think it's also normal that we're also alert when like yeah. guys compliment us because it's like you're either catcalling or you either have some intention that you just want me for sex or right. i don't know that's how i see right. it yeah i know oh my gosh so i had this thing happened to like me and my sister when i was younger so i was we were picking up my uh younger siblings at a bus stop um and there were these like guys there and they like said like something to my sister i think they said like they were giving me a compliment saying like probably something like you're like pretty or something along those lines right and like we didn't respond right because like we're not fucking obligated mm-hmm. to talk yeah. to you and to interact with you you're a fucking stranger yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen right and he was like you're not even gonna say thank you and i was just, like, I was, like, really young at this age, and I didn't really understand, like, like how to respond to that, what to do in that kind of environment. Also, we were waiting to pick up, like, our siblings, so it's not like we could really leave that, mm-hmm. like, spot right there either. And it's just, like, really frustrated when men feel entitled to compliment, not compliment, to comment yes. on your body, especially yep. when it's not invited. Mm-hmm. And to say whatever they want to your face and, like, to think that like, there's no consequences for mm-hmm. that. Because too often we don't, like put consequences to men and we don't hold them accountable for their actions and it's really fucked up and it's tired and it's some bullshit that needs to fucking leave and so it's just like really frustrating to see like men just be like oh i'm gonna say whatever the fuck i want to her yeah this is like no no you can't and then when they compliment you like you're not gonna say thank you like what the fuck yeah right it's like do you do you what do you what do you expect from me first of all you shouldn't expect shit because i don't owe you anything and this just goes to like oh you just want like a woman to stroke your fucking ego yeah exactly (laughs) i mean if a guy nicely comes up to you hey this 
this is out of nowhere but i just want to tell you you're beautiful mm-hmm. and then like you know and then leave or like right. you know just kind of like have mm-hmm. a great day you know mm-hmm. like because you know it's like act of kindness as like yes. being human yes, yes. Those are okay, but if you're like with the, your friends, like, ooh, hello, chica, <laughs> you is so like, right. so sexy, or like, you know, when they're catcalling, and it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, that's not acceptable, and that's why females don't want to reply, or they feel like, oh shit, something's gonna mm-hmm. happen to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I always think it's in the form of how they phrase yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's in the environment, and it's in the form of like how, um, if we're talking about men in this case, like how right. men approach it. Mm-hmm. Because when you have like, well, let's talk about one. Like when a woman comes up to you and tells you you're beautiful, like why is it, you know, beside the fact that we feel scared by men yeah. in general, like why is it that we feel more empowered that way than when a male does it, you yeah. know? And it's like, I always feel like it's in the environment that I am. And it's the form of like how men approach mm-hmm. this question. And then again, it's the actions that they take after it, you know, with the entitlement. Like if I don't respond or if I just say mm-hmm. thank you and I walk away, if they get upset, you're a fucking entitled man. Mm-hmm. But if you are acknowledging the fact that i don't owe you anything and you walk away yourself like that to me is like okay respect move on with our lives we're over it yeah it's just really irks me when like men are like expecting like women to respond respecting us to like be nice and be like submissive and obedient be like oh my god thank you so much like no bitch i don't need this from (laughs) you like you can move along your day i don't know you so I want to start this off with reading a poem by Ruby Quar because it's fucking amazing. Yes. And I love her. And um, yes, go like woman of color. Uh, yeah. So it reads, I want to apologize to all the women I have called pretty before I've called them intelligent or brave. I'm sorry I made it sound as though something as simple as what you're born with is the most you have to be proud of. When your spirit has crushed mountains, from now on, I will say things like you're resilient or you're extraordinary. Not because I don't think you're pretty, but because you're so much more than that. And I think that like poem itself speaks volumes. Wow. wow. I got chills, wow. y'all, reading yes, that. Yes, yes, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's something that I've, I learned recently or like just like this past year that like, why do we always compliment women based on their beauty? Right. Why not mm-hmm. their brains or their that they're brilliant or the things that they do for the world or for themselves or how empowering they are instead of like, Oh my God, that girl over there is so cute. She's beautiful. And like, I'm already thinking that like, that's all of her. If you see the like things that they are doing, you know, compliment on that Mm -hmm. shit. Like people are trying to be their best. I know. And there's something wrong with complimenting another woman on their abilities and what they're doing instead of their beauty yeah i think it starts with just embracing their uniqueness in themselves so if you see someone doing like you see another woman doing something instead of focusing on like not only how pretty they are but what exactly are they doing maybe start off there i feel like that like because for me i've always felt much happier when someone told me wow you are so powerful you are so strong like that shit hits <laughs> that hits deep and it right. makes me feel so much better than if someone were to say you're so pretty i'm like thank you but then like it's just not that same impact like yeah. you because yeah, we sure. are we are so much more than you know how pretty we already are right. like we are we are our uniqueness we are creativeness we are ambition we are resilient and all everything else mm-hmm. yeah i think there's already like so much like competition between women and comparison between women that like we really need to like say fuck you to patriarchy mm-hmm. <laughs> and like support one another in all these different areas of our lives of like you are capable of accomplishing so much and that yeah. when we come together we are so much stronger and we can achieve so much 
and like we need more like women in powerful positions and leadership positions and executive positions because we are capable we've seen it we know it and we need to be giving those opportunities to women as well you know instead of shutting those doors and women fighting for that like one seat at the table Mm -hmm. you know the fact is like that's fucked up that there's one seat for like like a woman or one seat for a person of color one seat for lgbtqi plus person it's like no like that is not how it should work yeah and it goes back to saying if you're going to support women you have to support all All women women. Mm -hmm. and i emphasize on all so if you're just going to support the woman at the top which i mean like you white woman then you need to start expanding your view of what actually supporting women means mm-hmm. to you. That's um, yeah, that's the fucking thing. <laughs> I think a part of often like when we talk about supporting women, it's also not just being like, yes, you got this, you're mm-hmm. a badass B, right? But mm-hmm. also like, yes, we are all fuck amazing and we all have ears to grow on. Yeah. And we're gonna push mm-hmm. each other and those ears to grow. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not gonna let you be complacent because I like know that like there are definitely women do like perpetuate like really toxic stuff too, you know? Um, and that like we're not gonna let that slide either. That like right. we're gonna push each other to like to be the best that we can be. To conclude this episode, I would just like to say that like to you who are whoever is listening, you're a boss ass B. You got this, you're resilient, you're extraordinary, you're enough you're valued and you're loved all right so again we are going to be doing song of the week our song of the week is i love me by demi lovato which is amazing it's so empowering and definitely check it out um it's a new release and send us your song of your week follow us on instagram like our page on facebook and please rate us on itunes or wherever you're listening on